Hello, everyone, and welcome to Honesty Hour. If you're new here, then you don't know what Honesty Hour is. It's basically a casual series in which I talk honestly and openly with my friends about issues that are plaguing us or about things that we're going through or about fun stuff. Um, And typically these episodes are only 20 minutes long. They're uncut, meaning my producer doesn't go back and edit anything out. Um, It's just one and done, basically. Today, I am here with my friend Isabella. The title of this episode is hopefully going to be called Getting My Shit Together. Um, And the reason is that that's what I've been trying to do. And one of the biggest ways I've been doing that is by developing some hobbies for like the first time in three years. Um, But before I get into that, I want to introduce my friend Isabella, who I've known since I was 12 years old. So she's seen all of my weird phases and hobbies and everything else. So Isabella, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. I'm Isabella. Um, Like Ashley said, we've known each other since we were 12 years old. Um, So it's been quite a while now. And yeah, um, I don't know. You want to just get started? Yeah. So can you hear me? Yeah, you can. So I call this episode getting my insert expletive together. Um, And yeah, that's what I've been trying to do this summer. What does that mean to me? It means breaking some bad habits, learning some new things, resting, having fun, going to roast coffee. Isabella and I have gone to roast. It's this place in Birmingham, for those that don't know, in Birmingham, Michigan. We've gone there a million times. It's our thing. We've, we've also hung out a million times, it seems, this this summer. Um, she's my favorite buddy to hang out with. Um, but yeah, like that's what it means to me. But it also means putting myself first and holding myself accountable for, you know, some things that I've been wanting to work on. I think that during college, I had a bunch of like self-improvement goals that I just didn't necessarily get to really focus on because I was so focused on you know, school and other things, especially this year, I was really focused on getting into grad school. But this summer, I, you know, I chose not to work and chose to give myself a break before starting grad school. So I've had nothing but time, in a sense, um, to focus on myself and to kind of do some of those things I always said that I wanted to do and really like put my mental health first, for example. And I know Isabella is also picked up some hobbies and been having some fun. But before we get into that and get into, you know, what exactly I've been doing and Isabella's been doing to, you know, embark upon this self-improvement. Isabella, what does like the concept of getting your insert exploit together? Like what does that mean to you? Well, um, I don't know if I'm really the right person to ask because this summer I feel completely lost in time and space. Um, I forget what month it is like every day, but um, I think it's just a, you know, it's a continual process of just kind of finding out like what works and what doesn't work for you. And it's, you know, a lot of trial and error of, you know, how to set up your own schedule and how you what kinds of things, you know, kind of let you recharge in your off time and all of those things to kind of, you know, just set like you were saying, you know, like giving yourself the time over the summer before you start grad school to kind of like figure out these things like that work for you when you have the time to figure those things out so that you can have a more 
effective routine once you are in, say, like a work environment or graduate school or whatever it is. Um, so it's important to kind of give yourself that time, but it's not an overnight kind of thing for sure. Yeah, the overnight aspect is something that I have realized because, you know, you think that you think that, you know, summer three months, you're like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can totally like revamp my life in three months, like all these different routines. And that's not really how it's been for me. I mean, it's it's already August and I have, I think, made some progress and improved in a lot of ways. For example, like, I mean, I've talked about this in so many other episodes, but body image is something that I really have been trying to work on this summer. And like, I've come a long way with it, I think, but I still have so, so much longer to go. Um, so yeah, that's something that I've realized is that self-improvement, it's not really, I think sometimes like social media and Instagram graphics and like influencers sometimes can make it seem like, yeah, like here's my morning routine for how I get my life together. And it's like, you know, one, one day is not going to totally revamp your life. Like one thing that I've really been trying to work on is procrastinating less. And it's never, as I mentioned, I think in like previous Instagram posts, it's never, or usually not the big things that I procrastinate. It's more like the little things. Like, for example, I had to submit my vaccination records to Yale before I start as you typically do for school. Right. And it was due on a certain day. I had quite a while to get this information together. It's really not that taxing. You know, you go get the record, you take a picture of them, you upload it. But for some reason I kept putting it off and like, Oh, I'll do it another day. I'll do it, I'll do it another day. Then it gets to, it's like two days before and you're like scrambling. And then I realize my printer's down and like, I can't scan it the usual way. And then it's this whole thing. And then I like, at one point I like lost the papers that I got from my doctor's office and it just becomes this whole thing and it's anxiety inducing. Um, so that's one example of how I kind of failed to prevent myself from procrastinating. But the, the point is that um, it, it's not something you can totally cure in like three months. And I think that's what I've been realizing with a lot of, you know, habits and things that I'm trying to break and start is, it's also kind of scary, I think, um, graduating and then like floating into adulthood because you feel like, okay, I'm an adult now. Like I've got to like have my stuff together. I'm entering this new phase. I kind of like put this pressure on myself to just be better now. Like I, I totally recognize that in college, I think I did well, but there were a lot of ways that, you know, I could have done better. And I, I, I wanted to kind of transform myself before entering like adulthood, but you know, you, you graduate one day and then you're an adult, and I'm putting that in quotes, the next, you can't totally like change yourself overnight. So I'm trying to give myself some more, some more grace. Um, but, you know, I totally forgot to ask my new standard question, which is what are you reading, watching and listening to right now? So before we go on into the conversation, I want to ask you that question. I'll answer it first. I am reading a book called The Inheritance Games. Um, it's a fiction novel. It's young adult. So I'm pretty sure it was written for people that are a little younger than me, but it's fun. Um, I'm listening to Vince Staples and yeah, Vince Staples new album and Justin Bieber's Justice album. And I am watching so many things. I'm watching Outer Banks season two, which is 
I just think Outer Banks is the most hilarious show. I'm sure it's not supposed to be a comedy, but I think it is. <laughs> um, and what else am I watching? Queen of the South, still watching that. It's about, um, it's about a drug cartel, to be brief. And what else am I watching? And The Shy. I'm watching The Shy. Um, I'm starting from the beginning, so I'm still behind. But yeah, that's what I've been consuming. What about you? Well, actually, funny that you mentioned um, Outer Banks because I've been kind of debating whether I should start that or not, but um, I haven't. But what I've been watching recently is um, Ozark, now that I've gotten into that, but um, it's pretty dark, so I think I need to find something a little bit lighter <laughs> to balance that out with. Um, I've been listening to... Um, been listening to a lot of EDM recently, kind of like get my mood up. And uh, I've what I'm reading now is I'm reading, um, I've been reading a lot of self-improvement books, <laughs> um, kind of fitting with the topic, but I'm reading um, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And so far it's been pretty good. I'm only like 50 pages in, but so far I'm enjoying it. So Okay, now back to the conversation after that little break in our um, in our entertainment consumption habits. Yeah, I recommended Ozark to Isabella. I love Ozark. It is dark, though. There's a lot of death and just some really dark stuff happening in that show. So if you do watch it, just that's just a little disclaimer. Um, but back to the topic. So yeah, I mentioned that one of the ways I've been trying to get you know, my life together is by developing some hobbies. And, you know, I think this is really important, especially once you leave, you know, academia to have things that bring you joy that you do consistently that kind of give your life a bit of structure, but that don't necessarily come with all these constraints, right? So hobbies, I define them as things that I just do for the hell of it. Um, And I realized that and I saw this somewhere on Twitter, you know, that In general, I feel like sometimes our generation is lacking hobbies. Um, And that could be because we spend so much time on social media, which, you know, some could say is a hobby in and of itself. But I realized, like, I don't have that many things. Like in high school, I knit for a bit and I love knitting. And I was just like, I just want to get back to doing things that, you know, I'm not necessarily the best at or trying to even be the best at, but are just like fun and I can pick them up and put them down and, like I do them on a regular basis. So for me, um, one of those things, this is so random, but it's become walking my, walking my dog has become one. Um, it's like the joy of my life when we do these like long walks. And of course I'm going to have to get a new one because I'm leaving her in September, but that's one. And then running is such an unexpected one. I talked about this in the previous episode, but I never ever expected that I would like running. I was always the person that couldn't run more than three minutes without getting tired. Um, and I'm still not someone that can run like 30 minutes without stopping. I actually jog. I don't really run, but it's become so nice to have something every single day that's like, this is just my time. It's just for fun. I'm not tracking the calories that I'm burning when I run. I'm not even always tracking my speed. It's it's just like a fun thing. I know you also have picked up some, including like paddle boarding. So yeah, what's what's that been like for you? Well, first, I kind of want to, because I was thinking about what you were saying about like people our age not having hobbies. And I think, honestly, that is kind of, I mean, think back to like when we were kids and like so many, I don't know if this was the case for you or like people you knew, like when you were like young, young, but I feel like people's parents just like 
put their kids in so many activities that it's like, it's a lot similar to like when you're in college and it's like, you have so much going on in your life and like, everything's just like you said, like scheduled. It's not like stuff that you do just for the fun of it. And I feel like that's something that starts for a lot of people, like so early these days, it's like how many kids just have time to do like what they want to do just for the fun of it. Like, so yeah, that's kind of like something that I feel like a lot of us need to learn how to do. But um, yeah, I have been paddleboarding recently because I moved in with my grandma and she lives by a lake. So I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to try to get into um, stand-up paddleboarding, which I tried once like a few summers ago. And I thought it was just really relaxed. It's so relaxing to be on the water and it's like an amazing like full body workout, like strengthening workout. You just feel great. So I've been doing that. Um, and I've also been trying to get, in, get into longboarding, like just around like the streets and stuff, which is a little scary, but um, it's fun. I need to get a helmet though. That's everyone. If you try this, don't follow me, get a helmet, get the pads, like... <laughs> Oh, it's an accident waiting to happen. But yeah, that's what I've been doing pretty much recently. But um, yeah, I would love to get into jogging. But I, how did you go from like not being able to run three minutes to running for like half an hour? Because that's something I've been struggling with. I would love to get into running, but I can't, I can't get myself to do it. I can't. So I can't quite do half an hour straight. I think the most I can do is like 20 minutes. But the way that I did it was I started jogging in intervals. And I think I started doing like three minutes jogging and then like, you know, two minutes walking or like three minutes jogging, three minutes walking. And I would do that. And then over time, I would increase the intervals to like five minutes jogging, five minutes walking. And I would just keep, you know, try to increase it. Um, and then eventually I would start to try to decrease the walking time like as I was doing it. Um, and I think that really helped because knowing that you have like a break coming up really motivates you to keep going. I also think that every time you get out there, if you can like, even if you're not going from three minutes to five minutes, um, in terms of how long you're jogging, if you can just do like 10 or 15 more seconds, like every time you get out there, I think that really trains your mind to saying like, I can do this. Um, and then, you know, the next time that you do it, it's like, oh, well I did, three minutes and 15 seconds last time. So I know I can do it this time and you won't ever go back to just doing three minutes. It's kind of like a psychological thing. And I think that the way that I breathe has also changed. Like I breathe, I don't know if this is correct or not. So, you know, no one quote me on this, but I breathe out of my mouth a lot of the times when I'm jogging and I don't take really deep breaths. I try to take more shallow breaths. And I also just remember to breathe frequently. Like I think that one of the things that happens when you're doing any type of exercise is you kind of like stop breathing for a bit when you're getting really like, when you're getting challenged and then you realize like, oh crap, I'm out of breath. And then you start really breathing and you don't want to like get to that point. You want to be breathing consistently the whole time. Um, and I also recommend starting slowly. Like I think I read somewhere that when you first start out, you should be jogging so slowly that you could hold a conversation and that you might even feel like you're jogging too slowly. Like that's how, that's how slow you want to start out because that'll give you like more runtime as opposed to, you know, going really fast and then you're tired after two minutes, which is what I used to do. But it, it just took some time, honestly. And I'm going to say like, I was not the person that 
did it twice and loved it. Like it took a few times, like it took probably like a couple of weeks before I started to really feel like I kind of like this. Um, but yeah, those are my tips for that. I, I just think like in general, to go back to what we were saying about the hobbies, I think, and I've talked about this before, but I really just want to reframe my, I don't even know how this is worded like psychologically, but like my like happiness receptors, like I really don't want it to all come from, you know, how I'm doing in school or how like what achieve, what I'm achieving or like some of those other work related goals, which honestly mean a lot to me. Like I do enjoy the work that I do usually. Um, and I do like, you know, the things that I study usually, and it's rewarding and exciting to do well in those things, but I want more, you know, like I want more happiness receptors. Like running, for example, has been great because no one's grading me on that. No one even has to know my runtime if I don't, you know, tell them. So that's been good. And even just like hanging out with you has been so fun this summer. Like it's so nice to get out and like have a break and just like do something fun. I think I'm realizing like going into grad school, I've got to prioritize fun more. Um, and I've realized that like you just do so much better when you're re-energized and recharged. Cause like July, July, I kind of was just chilling and like waking up late and just relaxing and (laughs) didn't have a lot of structure. And now coming into August, I feel so much more like ready to like really work on the podcast. So I think that's another thing. It's like rest is important and not just rest is in like, you know, a 30 minute nap. Um, but yeah, speaking of, you talked about your self-improvement books um, and we only have a couple of minutes left, but I just wanted to ask you, like, what are your self-improvement goals for the next, I don't know, next few months, next year, next week, next day? <laughs> well, I've also had a kind of similar, like just completely restful summer not out of plan necessarily, but that's how it just happened with like the job search and everything. So I've been trying to take time to, yeah, develop hobbies, like take time to do things just for having fun or relaxing or kind of getting some skills outside of just like academic things. Um, And yeah, I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm getting kind of anxious about like not having a routine. So I am excited about kind of, you know, transitioning hopefully into a job. We'll see and um, get some more structure. But when I get that structure, I for sure want to maintain some kind of schedule where, you know, it's not just like consuming everything in my life. And also I want to, you know, spend a big goal of mine is to just spend more time with friends and like have more opportunities to like go out and be social with people. Now that we can a little bit more, it's like, I really am realizing like how just like, I feel like I've kind of neglected like my connections in my life, which I think has really been taking a toll on me. And I think that's something I kind of need to like redevelop almost in some cases, because I'm just not used to being around people like in the same way that I was before. So yeah, that's a big goal for sure. Yeah. I don't honestly, like, I don't think anyone is like coming out of this. Well, we're not really out of the pandemic, but at this point in the pandemic, um, I I personally have become like, I was already comfortable being alone (laughs) because I am an introvert, but I've become so comfortable being 
alone and like even just like I have like an outdoor party that I'm supposed to go to this weekend and I'm like oh my gosh like there's gonna be so many people like you've got to maintain conversation for like minutes at a time and that's gonna be something but well we are at our 20 minute mark and I do want to honor the 20 minute time limit of honesty hour so I guess in the next one I'll I'll update everyone on how this um, social event one for me, but thank you for coming on the pod, Isabella. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Isabella, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah. Thank you, Ashley, for having me on. I'm so, yeah, this was awesome. So thank you. 